Witches and Pros podcast. My name is Haley Camarillo, author of Fury and Flame, book one of the Witching Hour series, which will be out this October. Today I have with me author Arabella K. Federico with uh, her upcoming novel, uh, Mark of Chaos and Creation. Thank you so much for being on today. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Of course, we're going to have so much fun today. So can you tell us a little bit about the mark of chaos and creation? Love it. Yeah, so, oh, sorry. (laughs) Um, It's a young adult um, sci-fi fantasy, and it's kind of like, I like to call it genre bending because it really is. It's um, sci-fi fantasy, and it's got like a metaphysical twist that most books in the sci-fi fantasy genre don't go they don't do it's not it hasn't been done before as far as I have known it to uh so yeah I'm I'm excited that's very awesome so who would you say like your ideal reader would be um definitely the older YA audience someone probably 16 and up um, people who are like into like witchy stuff, like reincarnation, matrix theory, um, obviously sci-fi fantasy fans. Um, but yeah, someone who just likes something a little different, but still likes those same tropes, like enemies to lovers, um, found family, stuff like that. Like all the fun YA tropes that people love. Yes. Awesome. We we love a good trope. <laughs> we love them. Yeah. Um, so what inspired your book? Um, I have kind of just like been a nerd my whole life. Um, (laughs) when I was in seventh grade, I had, um, like Lord of the Rings and Spider-Man fan fiction Mm -hmm. that I wrote in like those old school notebooks. And so from that young age, I just love to tell stories. And so I, I wouldn't say that this specific story came from something specific. It's more just like my love of like, the genres that I write in like superheroes and fantasy and sci-fi and weird stuff um I didn't get into like the metaphysical angle up until a few years ago um and that kind of came into it like randomly I wasn't intending for that to come into it and then it did I don't know um (laughs) so yeah it's just kind of everything at once if that makes any sense no that's that's cool that's awesome I love that it kind of just morphed into something and it was just a big like mixture of all the things you love that's really cool yeah really awesome um okay so you you said a little bit about your writing journey how you started in you know like middle school writing in notebooks um Mm -hmm. did it start before then or was it like have you always been a storyteller I'd say around like the seventh grade mark um really it was like the if you I'm not sure how old you are but the old Spider-Mans with Tobey Maguire yeah Uh, (laughs) I was obsessed with that that movie like I saw it in theaters I think like 13 times so it was for something about that film I don't know why I but it, it it was the story of it and I think of kind of like that like he was such a like dorky nerd and then he you know got all these powers and it was just a good story to me back then and it just sparked this thing in me that I was like I want to tell stories and the mummy with Brendan Fraser that was another one I watched that last night it's like my comfort (laughs) film so (laughs) um, that was another one I wrote fan fiction of in Lord of the Rings and so it just like I don't know it those movies got me wanting to tell stories and I don't know why 
but it that's kind of how it started for me. And then when I, about eight years ago, I was like, okay, I'm going to write a book now. I've, I've always done little things and mm-hmm. always wanted to write stories. And then I tried and I was like, oh my God, I don't know what I'm doing. This is really hard actually. <laughs> uh, and so I kind of put a pause on that and I studied craft over the years. Um, I went to beauty school and I studied craft while I was in school. And um, over time, it took me about four years, um, you know, off and on of doing that. I was like, okay, I kind of have a grasp of this now. I'm going to start to write my book. And that's when I started about three and a half years ago is when I started um, the first draft. And that's when I actually finished my first book was then. And that was the first draft of what is now the Mark of Chaos and Creation. And um, so I actually rewrote it three times. <laughs> ridiculous um <laughs> I rewrote it three times and the third draft is what is now the finished book so <laughs> awesome. yeah I totally understand about the rewrites I think I rewrote my <laughs> book that's coming out in October three times as well yeah. it's you know is it your first one that you ever did this isn't my first this is my second book that I've ever done well, te- okay. okay technically it's my first manuscript that I ever finished but I came back yeah. to it after writing another book and that makes sense yeah so yeah but yeah sometimes you just need to rewrite it like so that's just exactly how it has to happen sometimes but that's okay (laughs) it is as long as it gets done that's all that's matter that all that matters it is yeah I agree um so okay what is your writing process like um are you a little bit more plotter plotter pantser a little bit of both Definitely kind of a plotting uh, snob a little bit. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You've watched any of my like writing advice videos, you'd be like, yeah, she's kind of a a snob about it. But I will um, plot out like I use the three act structure with the save the cat. So I combine them together. And so I do all those plot beats, but I do like to pants the chapters themselves. Mm. Um, And that leaves a little bit of fun for me. And I actually find, I don't know if you do this in your writing, but like, I'll be just like writing something and then I'll be like, it was total accident. I'm like, oh my God, that fits so perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So (laughs) that kind of happens with the little details, but I could, I could never just like go in and pants a book. I don't, I don't care how anybody else does it. Like if something works for someone, I'm like hot dog. Great. Yeah. You do that. Um, but I just, no, I can't. <laughs> I totally get that. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's, it's such a fine line. I, I used to be much more of a pantser. I think that was why I had to rewrite uh, twice this book because I pantsed it both the first time uh, the first two times and then I was like you know what I need to have some sort of structure and now it's a lot better <laughs> yeah, it's, it's important even if you do like a skeletal yeah. like structure I feel like that's better than just like going in blind um but there's some people it like works for them like they could just do it and they're so good at it and I'm like oh I wish I could yeah <laughs> I know it's amazing. It amazes me when people can just truly pants a book. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's an art. <laughs> it, is. It, it is. It absolutely is. <laughs> um, so let's see. With uh, the mark of chaos and creation, um, is there any romance in it? And if so. Yeah. Like, yes, of course. Of course. <laughs> um, so it is a YA, so there's no spice, but um, I'm thinking is it will have spice potential 
because the MC Kara, she's 17. So she'll be 18 later. And so it'll, it'll up in the spice later on. I think Raven Kennedy did that with Guild a little bit, except I just started that book and it's pretty dang spicy. So I don't know. The first chapter. Spicy. So I was just like, I thought she had no spice in that, but then I just started it and I'm like, okay, okay. But anyway, back to your question. (laughs) Yes, it has, um, it has a love triangle in this one. Um, and it's obviously enemies to lovers, but what's a little different about mine is it's kind of double enemies to lovers. So the love triangle is a double enemy with her. Yeah, it's yeah. cool. That's yeah. very fun. I like that. Yeah. That. Um, okay, so what would you say that your biggest struggle with writing this book has been? Oh gosh, I'd say like the perfectionism, which is kind of just more just me. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, it's it's hard because like as someone who like teaches craft, I feel like I'm held up to like a, a higher standard. I think that could just be in my brain, in my own head. Uh, <laughs> but like, you know, if I'm teaching people something, I should be following that advice. I should know what I'm talking about, right? And um, that is really hard because... <laughs> you know, I've seen other people who have, who teach craft and their books are like, not good. And I'm like, what, what are you doing? Like, what is happening here? Like you yeah. seemed and in teaching uh, something and doing something are totally different skills. I will yeah. say that I have a knack for teaching. I, when, um, when I graduated from beauty school, I worked with a major cosmetics company and I taught a lot of their, um, not seminars, but like I taught people about the product and doing sales. It just naturally kind of made me a good teacher. And so I, and I just love to do it. And so, um, it's this pressure of trying to like do what I'm telling people to do. Right. And (laughs) it's hard because there's so much to a novel, as you know, there's the the plot and the character and the theme and the the mood and the the subplots and the romance and it's so hard to get every element right every time so and and you know it's not going to be perfect I've had to accept that um but that's (laughs) yeah that's been the hardest part to let it go um and to just hope that it's good enough and that people get it uh because it you know it is a very high concept you know it's a little different than mm-hmm. your average you know plain jane YA fantasy um but mm-hmm. yeah you know it's hard when you know like people just aren't gonna like it no matter what no matter how good it is you know there are people who don't like pizza so exactly right <laughs> crazy people in my opinion crazy. I know. <laughs> like, who are you right you know people are nuts <laughs> Um, do you have a favorite character, uh, supporting or main anyone? And we can go over a couple if you can't choose between one. I know some people can't. (laughs) It's hard. Yeah. Um, I, I really do like my main character. Her name is Kara. And what's kind of funny is that my beta readers hated her. (laughs) Everybody hated her. Um, and I was like, oh no, she's not based off of me at all. No. And so I had to like, not restructure her at all, but I had to kind of like make her more relatable and stuff. And once I did that, I felt like um, everyone liked her after that. And so, (laughs) which is 
hopefully, hopefully a good thing. Or, and, you know, they were being honest about it. But, <laughs> um, she's cool because she is like very, she's a tattoo artist and she's covered in tattoos and she's kind of like this like badass brat and she really doesn't give a shit, but she is so sensitive on the inside and so vulnerable. And there's these points in the book where she, I, it, she has these super vulnerable moments that um it made my editor cry actually on one of her notes she was like oh my god I'm crying I'm like ah stop you know <laughs> and so I like her because of that because you know you get a lot of those strong female protagonists who are just like I'm such a badass and Kara is a badass but I really tried to give her this super vulnerable side to her um and give her like a lot of issues she's kind of like messed up in the head and you know I did just say that I <laughs> kind of based her off of me but I think we all do that I think everyone's like first main character is like them but like yeah. if they were cool <laughs> yes yes <laughs> like her I think my second favorite favorite is my villain so his name, name is Malachite he's the big baddie um and I like him so much because he's really motivated by his obsession with her. Like that's really his only thing. It, it, you have to kind of read the book to, to get to that point. I'm kind of giving a little, of, a little bit away by saying that, but he's just like hashtag obsessed. It doesn't even explain <laughs> him. And, but like those villains that are motivated by love, are just so intriguing to me because it gives again a human element to them and he's just kind of like that dark-haired like powerful high status mm -hmm. villain that, that's like sexy and you're like oh he's bad but oh I it's like so you good. yeah yeah <laughs> I don't oh, know. it sounds like I have a new favorite character so yeah he's cool <laughs> just slap the dark you know kind of broody hero I mean broody character with a villain and we're yeah it's I know it gets me too and it's it's awful my the other love interest is blonde in <laughs> I guess blonde love interests aren't like a thing I I didn't know that whatever um so I actually have a plan in the second book to have his hair is going to be dyed uh like a dark midnight blue because he needs it. like a disguise yeah. so I'm like okay scratching that off the list <laughs> shit whatever I know it's so <laughs> funny people do have an issue with the blonde love interest it's so funny like, I mean I don't, I don't like to date blondes I like dark haired dudes in real life so like I get it but there are like hot like Thor's blonde everybody loves Thor right? like, <laughs> I don't know I don't know but so I have a funny feeling people are gonna like Malachite over him but um yeah yeah he's a little bit the his name is Ardell the blonde he is kind of unlikable at the beginning okay. um but he, he you kind of like he warms up especially okay. he warms up to her because they're not exactly friends at the beginning <laughs> um and yeah there's a whole thing with that but you gotta read it to find out <laughs> I cannot wait um let's see so this uh let's see oh okay um putting you on the spot here a little bit sorry do you have a favorite scene without being spoilery ooh, ooh. that you could potentially like kind of let us know about to give us an idea 
Yes, actually, okay. one just came to mind, and it's great. So, um, Kara is kind of forced to go on a date with Malachite, and of course, she like hates him. And um, it's it's really it's kind of like cheeky and cute. And they're like walking. It's at sunset, and they're walking to this um, like floating restaurant on the side of the river that he like you know kicked everyone out of. So it's just the two of them, and they're walking <laughs> along the river. And um, uh, if you, you know, you mentioned the cover. So the sword on the cover is actually, we actually got it custom drawn and created. Um, so it's not like a stock photo sword. It's my sword. And um, we use the description of the book to make it obviously. And so he is giving her the sword on this date, like personally. And it's like an apology for something that he's done. And um, it's really the point where she like kind of starts to see him as like not this villain in her mind that she's built him up to be. He's more of the villain in the enemy than Ardell is. Um, so she has a lot more to overcome emotionally with him. And um, yeah, it's a really cool scene. And she he he brings this really gorgeous gown to the house that she's staying in. And, mm -hmm. you know, it like I describe her, you know, coming down the stairs and like what it looks like. And it, <laughs> um, that was actually like a last one of the last minute scenes that I added after um, my latest revision. Mm -hmm. And so it was never really supposed to be there. But um, I, yeah, I don't know why I I don't I don't even know. <laughs> what made me think of it but um he had to give her the sword personally so I'm like okay like he should do something special for her because mm -hmm. all the other characters get a cool weapon too but oh. he makes this gesture to her like and he gives it to her personally kind of mm -hmm. like because I told you he loves her so he wants to try to make a good impression and he does and it's just it's a really cute scene it's one of my favorites that sounds awesome I yeah I very excited to read that. <laughs> yeah, that's um, a good one. So last question. Um, why should a reader take a chance on you as a first-time author? So great question. <laughs> um, <laughs> like I mentioned before, you know, I teach craft and I have learned so much about storytelling and why people respond to certain stories versus others and I feel like I have a good grasp on what works and what makes a good story um so there's that but I also am like a super creative person you know I I see things in you know a little bit of a different way and so I know readers are always looking for something different and fresh and cool um but there's a fine line between going too different and you know still doing what works and I feel like I'm hopefully <laughs> in the perfect middle ground with that and you know like keeping those tropes that go on over and over and over that people really like and um yeah I think that's why someone should take a chance on me because I have you know the I would I don't know if you could call it experience but when you study something for years and years like I have you you know you learn and when I teach I learn too another reason why I love to teach is because I still learn every time I talk about something and I try to make sure that I put that into the book and practice what I preach and try to make this a book that 
I would give a five star too. Cause I don't even know the last time I gave a five star, you know, to a book, like that's hard. Like you got to like blow my mind with this, you know? And, um, another reason, um, Brandon Sanderson's editor edited this book. So yes, super fancy. And she actually really likes it. I think she believes in it more than I do. Don't know how she's amazing. So she actually worked on Miss Born. So, um, she's, her and I have gone through this book with a fine tooth comb and um yeah she she believes in it she likes it um and you know hey he's super successful so (laughs) well hopefully that it it sounds like you are set up to have an amazing book and I can't wait to read it um when does it come out again did we go over that I'm not sure so let us know (laughs) Yeah, it'll come out September 6th um, in ebook and paperback and hardback will be coming soon, probably around Christmas and like a special hardback fancy edition, but I'm not going to release hardback immediately. But yeah, September 6th is right around the corner. Um, It's scary. Doing that first book is really scary. So (laughs) but you, I I wish you all the success and I think that you're going to do amazing. Thanks, Uh, hon. Of course. And thank you so much for being on today. I had so much fun chatting about your book um, and you and the writing process. It's been so much fun. Yes. Thanks for having me. I had a lot of fun. Good. Well, thank you uh, guys for watching the Witches and Pros podcast. We will see you next time. Bye.